It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And And I'm Angel. And I'm Jose. (laughs) And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And also on the largest internet radio network there is, that's Live365.com, eh? Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio right there, eh? And we do it every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time as, uh, you know, and we do it live. But you could also catch our our shows. We archive them all for podcasts, and we make them available on our website, TwinTalkCast.com. Right, brother? Right, and because we're iTwins, we also make it available on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we do it Tuesdays, right? Because Tuesday is Tuesday. Every Tuesday night. Listen, guys, uh, we have a fantastic show coming up with you for you guys tonight. And we really, really invite you all to be part of this show. You know, listen, uh, you could always go on our Facebook wall and comment on our show, on, on our guests, on our crazy opinions. And also, we do it the old-fashioned way. You can give us a call at 626 626- Two seven five to win six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Hey brother, what's up with that living room lamp in the middle of Theo Luis's garage? Well, eh? it's because the other light broke, so I grabbed that from the from his living room. Did he? Oh, dude. <laughs> I well, don't think he's home right now, yeah. son. Well, I don't think he reads much, eh? He's probably watching <laughs> novelas right now. Anyways, he didn't notice it. Don't say that about Theo Luis, man. He might be reading a lot. You know, alarma. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it was, we have a fantastic show this weekend, or this weekend, this week. Awesome show tonight. Did you would, would you have known? Did you guys know that there is a South Central Los Angeles Tea Party, a Black Tea Party? Um, I bet you didn't know. Only in Twin Talk, right? A Tea Party? Yes, you know the Tea Party. I thought, you know, I thought you could throw a keg in there or something, you know, <laughs> like, but a tea. The, yes, the South Central Tea Party. You know that conservative movement, the constitutionalists. I thought it'd be like in like a a, a, a forty ounce or party or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, <laughs> Reverend Lee, uh, J- Reverend Reverend James Lee Peterson. Uh, he is the founder of the um, of the South Central um, Los Angeles Tea Party. Now, Lourdes commented when I said that. She commented. She goes, "SMH." What the heck does SMH mean? Yeah, I see that all the time. It means shake my head. Shaking my head. Why can't you just write it on? Write it out. SMH? Yes, shaking my head. What's wrong with that? You know? You know, abbreviate everything. Abbreviated it. You know? Shoot. What does LOL stand for again? Laughing out loud. Oh, that's right. LOL. (laughs) You know, I I hate that one that says... O M G O M F G. Yeah. That's ridiculous, dude. Don't say the F word in the same sentence that you would say God. That's blasphemy. That's like the one sin that is they're not unforgivable. Saying, they're not saying that. They're saying <laughs> 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 Anyway, 
I listen. We hey, have, so who's this Reverend uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, brother? Reverend Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson, um, uh, awesome individual, very controversial individual. Um, he is the uh, founder of Bond Action Inc. Uh, which is a, a nonprofit organization that kind of helps bring uh, the uh, uh, awareness and what have you to uh, to the inner city, uh, 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 whatever, to people. the peeps. Well, it exists to educate and motivate to the hood. Listen, listen. Well, it's not just listen. It's not just inner city. I say that because Reverend Lee Peterson, Jesse Lee Peterson, is a black man, uh-huh. and he's a president and founder of Bond Action. Um, which is a nonprofit organization and exists to educate, motivate, and rally Americans to a greater involvement in the moral, cultural, and political issues that threaten our country. And that's why I have him here. He's fantastic. He's also written a couple of books, and uh, and he's uh, the, he founded the South Central Los Angeles Tea Party. Now, I think that's a fascinating thing because people always think that the Tea Party are a bunch of good old white boys that are racist, women-hating, environmentally, environment, environmentally inept, and all that good stuff. And I, and I, I disagree. I have to admit, Jose... I haven't really thought much. I don't know what the Tea Party. I hear that term all the time, but right. I'm not privy to it. But maybe uh, Mr. Reverend Jesse Lee will. Uh, uh, well, I'm will sure he will. School me today. He also has a radio show. Okay, and uh, the it's it's the Reverend Jesse Lee radio show, or whatever on the internet. You go on his uh, website and check it out. A fascinating, fascinating guy. Very controversial. A lot of uh, black people call him. The Uncle Tom and what have you, because they think that he's uh, you know lockstep. He's a sellout. And he's lockstep with the white man. But as far as I'm concerned, we're all just Americans. You know, it's, it doesn't matter what color. You know, we should all give a crap about what's going on in our government. And you know what? That brings me to the next thing. Also today, I have a brand new uh, Patriot Pass that's going to be uh, that I'm going to be pontificating. Uh, so stay tuned with that. Of course, Angel's got his. Uh, the chill now, Jay. Every every week. At the end of every show, make sure you guys stay to the end because that's when we chill. Also, uh, as we sometimes do- silly, sometimes profound, but always, always chill, baby. Whatever, dude. Anyway, also coming up uh, with us, uh, <laughs> like we do every Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, that. You liked straight it out of that. Telemundo and NBC, multimedia <laughs> journalist, uh, cool ass chick, the bearer of pink headphones, mm-hmm. the cutest chick in our EF ENG training class today. And she walked down <laughs> Theo Lisa's driveway, chicka boom, chicka boom, boom chaka <laughs> today. She nearly got my ear, eh? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you make too much reference about the chicka boom, dude. Be respectful. <laughs> Do I ever disrespect you like that? No, it's okay. I have a big ass. It's okay. It's not. Uh, it's Introducer. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> with the news and dirty laundry this uh, tonight, uh, Jackie Casas, uh, what do you got going on with uh, in the news and dirty laundry later on? Okay, guys, tonight there's a new pope. I'll tell you who he is and how he's already stirred things up in the Catholic Church. Also, is last call <laughs> always a like a party kill for you? Well, don't worry. I've got some news that will keep your fiesta going. And finally, (laughs) are you tired of your wrinkles and fine lines? Well, I have the latest facial trend to help you out, but don't bring the fire extinguisher around. I'll tell you why. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casa. So stay tuned. See, Jackie threw the the Latina in there, the fiesta. (laughs) Jackie is the bomb. She's with us every week. And the reason why I said 
She was the prettiest girl in the ENG training classes. Today, we had an ENG safety training at NBC. And I look over to my left across a room wearing an inspector jacket trench coat that wasn't too long and just short enough. <laughs> <laughs> was Jackie Casas. And yeah. I, and, and she and I were doing the equivalent of passing notes across class, <laughs> but we were doing via text. We were Hold texting on. each other. Hold on. Jose was sending me some... Inappropriate text No, messages. I wasn't. <laughs> I just mentioned just that. She, I was just asking her, what are you? What is under that little inspector gadget yeah. jacket? Hey, I just want to be clear on the chicka boom, eh? I was in the driveway in my little 1980 Datsun wagon, <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of low. It sits kind of low, and I was sitting there texting, looking down, and I hear something, and Jackie walks right by me. So uh-huh. it, it was like I, I, you know, I got the wind of her hip. <laughs> Going by my ear right there. Okay. It was listen, the wind my- of my hip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know my hips could create wind, but okay. Maybe, but they don't lie, right? <laughs> they don't lie. I, you know what? I want As long re- as they don't pass wind, eh? Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> I want to reiterate to our guests, I mean, to our listeners, that our guest today is going to be here. He is a, uh, well, I, I call him, Af- I will say African-American, but he doesn't like to be called African-American. He is uh, a, a black. A teabagger. He's a, <laughs> he is the founder. He's a teabagger. And president. Oh, tea partier. Party. Of Bond Action, <laughs> which is a nonprofit to raise awareness and motivate and rally Americans against the greater and, and into great involvement into, into, into uh, what's going on with the government. Also, he is also the founder of the South Central Los Angeles Tea Party in South Central. Yo, so obviously, and I've seen this group, a lot of black so, people in this Tea Party. But the reason why I bring this up, brothers, because I want to invite all our listeners and all, our Facebook friends who uh, like to criticize and fight me on, on Facebook to put your money where your mouth is and call in today. And maybe you might have something to say to Mr. Reverend James Lee Peterson or maybe a question, you know, legitimately speaking, you know, uh, because he's a conservative he's... minority. He's a black man and he's a very conservative. I want to ask him something. You say he's the founder of the, uh, the Tea Party over in South Central? Yes. I want to ask him if he found my hubcap, say, eh? the last time I was there, eh? <laughs> Shit. They stole my hubcaps, eh? Oh, gosh. I'm going to ask him, did you find my hubcaps too, eh? Anyway, so that's what's going on with the show. Tune in. Also, please feel free to fa- uh, friend us on Facebook and chat us up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, did you lose a hubcap, bro? How was your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, up until like Friday, Thursday, I started getting a lot of hypertension. Eh? I don't know. Like I, I exercise semi-regularly. What are you laughing at me, huh? I just squirted orange juice in my <laughs> eye. <laughs> Please ignore me. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, so like I, I called in on Friday, man. Because you had hypertension? Sopas to my boss. Uh-huh. Eh? He didn't let me leave early on Thursday, so I called in eh, the next day. <laughs> Sopas, I feel better, though. You know, I just took some time off. I did nothing, eh? I just went to my son's volleyball tournament on on Saturday. Give him the big whoop whoop. Good job over there, Burbank Volleyball. Way to go, Burbank. And tambien. And then I just came home and Netflix for the next two days, eh? Well, good for you, man. Uh, I finally saw Argo, man. What did, but what did you do to relax? To relax? Did you watch I movies? Ne- uh, well, my wife, she gave me. Uh, I had like a therapeutic massage for the last the, those three day weekend, uh, and then uh, and then I just you know I cut down on the coffee. Good for I you. Cut down. I didn't stop. 
Uh-huh. And then I just totally, totally did not commit to anything, at uh, any kind of commitment at the house or outside of the house uh-huh. other than Netflixing. And then I saw Argo, man. It's a good movie. It's a badass movie. But, but I was totally little... remember that when that happened in the 80s. I didn't know anything about the uh, the house guests, though. I'll tell you what, though. I will say this. I um, um, I will say this. I think that it went a little too Hollywood. Um, uh, first of all, on when the... they came to Burbank. Well, no, at the of course. End, at the end, first of all, at the end when they leave the airport, that was all inaccurate. I understand. Go ahead and stretch the reality a little bit for the movie. But then that whole scene where the the the, the cars chasing the airplane at the end yeah. and they're flying <laughs> off—that's so cliche in Hollywood. And also the scene in Hollywood where the two producers are standing and they can't cross the set, yeah. and the phone's ringing. Very Hollywood. I'll let that slide, except for that other scene at the end. You but know, you got to do that shit for dramatical purposes. Dramatic effect. I understand that, but that part was a little bit. A I, little bit you know what? Bad. That's what's that big guy's name? The big guy. Yeah, John Goodman. John Goodman. He always gets those parts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always gets those parts where he's the cool guy, the one that, like on this one, he was the cool, funny guy yeah. from from Burbank. That was his. He made makeup for the uh, uh-huh. the the Planet of the Apes uh-huh. on flight. He was Doctor Feelgood for the uh, pilot. You know, call him up. He'll bring you some drugs. Yeah. He always gets all the good parts, eh? <laughs> Anyhow, it's time for your shoutouts, cause. Because we give you shout-outs. We love you guys. And you guys can shout us out, too. Just call 626-275 to win. 8946. And also, you can shout us out on Facebook, Twin Talk Show. Anyways, first shout-out goes out to Vicky Pearson. Hi, Mija. Miss you, baby. Um, Miss you. Also, a shout-out to Ash Solomon. Hey, it was good to see you again, Holmes. Thanks for the CD. And uh, your band, Blending Ashes, rocks. We need to tell our yeah. people about that uh, after the shout-outs. Also, a shout-out to Nicole Mercatani. I know you're listening, baby. Where are you moving to? Uh, oh, by the way, I, I got a bad back. Really, I do. Or else I'd help you out, baby. Also, I want to give a shout-out all the way to my, uh, to Russia, brother. Somebody in Russia is listening. Nash Tabadiste. He's from the uh, Russian rock group Blast Unit. I like to say, I like to hear you say that again. Uh, <laughs> He's from the Russian rock group called Blast Unit Moscow. They're coming here soon. Check it out. Hey, Holmes, bring some vodka, eh? Also, a shout out to Megan at T- Tinhorn Flats. Thanks for hooking You can in. get the vodka at the liquor store around the corner, dude. Nah, Charlie, I want it straight from the horse's mouth, eh? Or should I say llama? Are they llamas over there or horses? I don't know. There's llamas in Russia. Also, a shout-out to Cindy Langman. Hi, baby. And the girls. Also, shout-out to the girls. Also, shout-out to Musa in Af- in Africa. Irene. Uh, Rita Marin Munoz. What's up, Rita? A shout-out to my boss. <laughs> What's that movie? That's my boss. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron Rossi. He's from the industrial metal rock band Ministry. I've been in touch with him. We've been talking, Holmes. Looking forward to awesome. talking to you again. He's an award-winning or a Grammy Award-nominated drummer. Yeah, and a cool cat. Also, a shout out to my son Angel. Just moved out. Got another apartment. Uh, for with him and his mom, but they went out and they they got it themselves. And shout out to you! I'm proud of you, Mijo. Way to go, Angel Ray! You're man, man. You're man. And a shout out to uh, to my my wife Lulu. Sorry, I didn't call in sick to Twin Talk today, baby. But I know you're listening. <laughs> you're, she, she wanted you to call in sick to our show. She totally did. Then what would she do on a Tuesday? She loves this show. I know. 
Anyways, your shout-outs. You got a shout-out, brother? I want to give a shout-out to my daughter, Nalani, and her team, uh, the Rattlers from Otero Junior College in Colorado. They played a tournament this weekend. They clobbered everyone. Congratulations. You guys kick ass. The Rattlers? The Rattlers. The Rattlers. Hey, puro Rattlers. Also, um, they're on spring break, and guess what? She doesn't get to go anywhere because they got to play games this week. So enjoy your spring break over there, ladies. Anyways, your shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So get your hair pimped at Express Cuts at 10420 Lower Sousa Road in the city of El Monte. But we say big Monte homes. So look them up. Express Cuts, El Monte. Tell them the twins sent you. We'll be right back. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hey, man. I got another acronym, eh? WTF. What's that? Why the face? <laughs> That's the PG-13 version of it. As we continue on, and welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com, 7 p.m. And we also archive our shows for podcasts on our website. And now when you hear this guttural beat that grabs you from the loins uh, and makes you want to say, that's a small little coat you're wearing there, Jackie. Chicka boom, chicka boom. <laughs> it was a slightly small dress and a slightly small coat that I wore to work today. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, multimedia journalist, the news girl, the girl with the pink headphones, bringing the news and the dirty laundry into Theo Lisa's garage and into your PCs and devices. It's Jackie Casa. Hi, guys. Hi, Jackie. Welcome back to uh, Theo Lisa's Garage. Thanks for being with us. Again. Hi, Jackie. Of course, of course. I love being here with you guys. How was your week? My week was good. Uh-huh. Another week with a new boyfriend. You didn't think I'd go there so soon, did you? Damn. <laughs> Damn. What's, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Uh, okay, let's do that in tidbits. Okay. In tidbits. Okay. Okay. We'll get some more info later. Okay, sounds good. So how about we just go ahead and get started with the news, guys? 
Okay, let's do it. All right. A new pope was presented last week. Archbishop Jorge Mario Bergoglio, now Pope Francis I, was voted in by 115 cardinals. He is the first Latin American pope coming from South America, Buenos Aires, and Argentina, and he's already making waves with his humble style. Hey, the Vatican is a democracy? Uh, no. They voted it. Uh, uh, that's uh, a good question. Uh, yeah, well, but it's not like it's like a corporation, more like it. It's more like a corporation. Okay. Yeah, because they vote. They had multiple rounds of votes, and and um, uh, Pope Francis was <laughs> actually the runner-up from the last voting session when w- Pope Benedict was voted in. With all that smoke coming out of the Vatican, it was multiple rounds of something else. Eh? <laughs> yes, that was the signal uh, <laughs> that was uh, that you announced in Vatican City about whether there was a pope or not. There was uh, black smoke, which meant no pope, and then white smoke, which meant um, uh, a Don't- pope. A pope. No pope. Uh, she, she, she couldn't say yes, pope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pope. There was thousands and thousands of visitors that went just to Vatican City, to the Sistine Chapel, to go ahead and see when the new pope would arrive. And uh, yeah, right. They were pla- they were blazing it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the weather was terrible, and it was raining, and it was cold, and people still showed up. Like I said, he's already uh, he's already um, made uh, quite some waves in there. One of them being that when he approached these thousands of vid- visitors that are cheering for him at St. Peter's Square, he gave the cross of an archbishop, not of the Pope, which is sort of not common for him to do. Well. And sort of presented that he's not really thinking, I'm Pope now. I think he's still thinking sort of archbishop style. I'm still the president. I'm just yes. not the Pope yet. And he also <laughs> first asked for the people to pray for him. He was silent for a very long time. And wow. then he asked for the people to pray for him, which is, once again, not common. Wow. Even his wardrobe has been noted as a little bit more different than the previous Pope. Uh, today was his first inaugural uh-huh. Mass in which he wore just a simple, not really so, or, not so ornate robe. Um, and just a simple metal cross, as previously the Pope Benedict, he wore he wore a big gold cross and gold trim robes. Are you actually giving us a fashion statement? I am. It's the fashion ca- cam, dude. It's like, it what, what are you wearing? Oh, it's Da Vinci. Of course it's Da Vinci. <laughs> He's or Gucci been, or something, right? He's been known for his more humble styles. An example is that they bought shoes for him before he left to Vatican City because his shoes were so busted up. He didn't live in the uh, Archbishop Mansion. He lived just in a regular home. He regularly commuted via a bus or, or a train in Argentina. In Argentina. Yep. Uh, so he's known to be very much with the people. And uh, during his inaugural mass today, he asked that uh, we take a lot of uh, efforts and attention to the poor and those that are in need. What did so, he say? Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yes, he's uh, he's a lot of people are very happy with him, with his style. Some his critics, style. some critics are saying They're that dresses, this is eh? 
that some critics are saying that this is sort of a PR move to uh-huh. sort of sway away the attention of all the sex abuse scandals. And, and Pope Benedict wasn't really charismatic. Put pats on him. I clearly do see that it's a big PR move. First of all, they, they choose a pope who is known for being the pope of the people or the at the time the bishop or archbishop of the people. Like you said, he, he, didn't, drive, he didn't roll around in the limousine. He rolled around and took the bus. So it's very much instead of somebody who uh, instead of a hierarchy, it's more like okay, this is the pope of the people, and and you heard it a lot. That was the verbiage you heard over the uh, over all the airwaves and and stuff. They were all following that narrative. So clearly, they're trying to re. They're not trying to reinvigorate the faith. They're more likely trying to just do damage control, from what I can see. You know what I think it is. I think it's it's a way to oppress the people. What. He's Argentinian, right? Okay. Argentina has plantations and plantations and plantations of uh-huh. genetically modified foods. <laughs> a plant- Isn't that everywhere? Now? But they have a lot over there, yeah. and the and 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 uh, I don't know some of their, I don't know somebody make up a tie on there. I don't know, I don't know dude. Everything's <laughs> a everything's a tie into GMOs to you, man. Well, another thing uh, that was noted was that he, like I said, he's the first uh, pope from Latin America. There's a huge, huge, huge audience of Catholics in South America, so they're thinking that with the large quantities of uh, followers from South America, it could. Um, create support for the church and uh they chose <laughs> do you mean tithes for the church <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that support is, that as well that as well um they selected him also because he was much more charismatic versus previously pope benedict was sort of criticized because he wasn't really uh charismatic friendly looking some people some people have been <laughs> saying like visually pope benedict's face was like just evil <laughs> yeah he was an angry man he did not look happy he did not look like he wanted the job clearly he didn't that's why he quit um <laughs> and he had that hunchback going on i don't know yeah and, and, and uh, they went to latin america because uh north america the dollar value is going down right people have said <laughs> people have said that we'll probably never see a uh, north american pope really yeah yeah they're saying that yeah no one <laughs> here's the deal bottom line it's like the olympic committee uh, it's very Eurocentric, and the Europeans yeah. look down at Americans. They do not like us Americans, and we like. Oh, we're like. Oh, I gotta. I like my new purse. It's a Gucci. You like my perfume? It's Chanel. Everything has to be European. To I like first. French fries, and eh? it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Whatever happened to good, good old America? No one ever says, "Hey, look at this man. This jacket was made in the USA." No, it's a leather jacket from Louis Vuitton. F that, dude. How about taking pride? You know, when I was in Hollywood one day in one of those shops, those tchotchke shops where they sell all the souvenirs, uh-huh. a bus pulled up with a bunch of Chinese tourists, and they all just rushed in trying to pick up tchotchkes for souvenirs, and they all of them picked up the souvenirs and looked at the bottom to see the, the label that says Made in China, uh-huh. and they put it down. They were uh-huh. looking for things that were made uh-huh. in the USA. Yeah. Well, well, of course. Because they know they're... quality is made here. They know that. Nah, they, Charlie, because they're, they're in the U.S., eh? But be, but be, Don't get all, I understand all quality. That, can get nada? Nobody really looks for quality these days. They look to save a Of course they do. No, they don't. Of course if they If that was the case, then Prop 37 would have passed, eh? What? The GMO, labeled GMO. Oh, whatever. Nobody dude. wanted to pay more money, and it wasn't even going to happen. Because why? They're buying junk. It, it's... 
It's it's the uh, uh, it's it's because it's it's yeah. I hear what you're saying. You know what? Uh, what trips me out is when I'm at the market and one of those buses comes with uh, Japanese and Chinese tourists and they come in. Uh, did you say Japanese? I, ch- they- I, ch- I thought I heard that. Japanese? <laughs> Japanese? <laughs> oh. oh, whatever. Oh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought on that one. <laughs> All I know is that the Pope should wear pants, eh? And get that phallic hat off your head. Don't, <laughs> don't diss the Pope. Hey, I'm not dissing uh, him. I'm just dissing his Lightning's going to strike the Alicia's garage. I must say, I kind of do like Pope Francis, yeah. which is so... I was watching the coverage. Well, A, I was working uh, during the Pope coverage, and I was watching it. It was very exciting to see the white smoke happening, and then they have the big announcement. All these people are listening. You were I all mean, into are that? There, I was totally... I was, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Was, and I'm not even like a hardcore church person. Like, I'm so not. You were. And I was even like all into it and excited. So they're hoping that with this new pope, uh, with his face looking slightly uh, nicer than the previous pope, we'll kind of reinvigorate <laughs> and uh, reinvigorate the church and re- reinvigorate what the purpose of the church is and to stay away from this uh, sex abuse scandal that has sort of clamored the church for the last couple of years. So Marisol Mendes chimes in on Facebook. She says, hey, the pope's parents are from Italy, so they... The Vatican got their European. Oh, I didn't know that little tidbit. Oh, yeah. check your casas, do the research. Let's go and come back with all the dirt. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're were from Italy, but he is, um, I believe he was, um, he grew up in Argentina. Right. So he considers himself Argentinian, and uh, and he, uh, like, he said, he's, like you said, he's the Pope of the people. You I know mean, what, now, that, now that I look at him, I do see he does look Sicilian. He does look like that southern Italy Guido kind of brown-skinned guy. Brown skin. Yeah, he's got like a brownish tint. So he's not I, as white as Benedict. Dude. No, I want to know not. what like what's like the big deal about the Pope. Like, what's the big deal about the Pope? I kind of agree with you on that. What is the big deal he's, with the Pope? If anybody has a comment on that, feel free to leave it on in Facebook. In the most at, basic terms, in the most basic terms, he's the leader of the Catholic Church, which is one of the largest largest churches of the world there's 1.2 billion people who are involved with the church so that coincides with a big ass portion of the world so he's considered the leader the sole leader of the church so people look up to him they worship him they venerate him as he were to be um uh, uh, I don't want to say a saint, but Pope uh, John Paul was venerated as he was canonized. So th- it's something that is huge in the Catholic Church. What they do is they take that that uh, scripture. They took that scripture from Christ as he supposedly, you know, looked at his mother and said, "Look, and uh, take Peter and whatever, make him the rock cornerstone of our church." And they use that line to start the Vatican. And oh, the really? Church. Yeah, the Pope. So, so who's the leader of the Islamic Church? It's Allah. O- Osama? Oh, no. Oh. Bu- uh, uh, Osama? No, no, no. No. What's his name? Mohammed. Mo- no, no. Mohammed's dead. Oh, so alive. Really, so it's got to be somebody, they somebody alive. alive. They have different ones. Like, the, you know, there was, at the time, there was the Ayatollah in, in Iran. And, and, and now who is it? I don't know, because that's a good question. Yeah. But, I don't think there's an, uh, a religious leader as popular or as famous as the Pope is. It's because they're hard to find in the caves. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. And the Pope, <laughs> the Pope job has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, so it's something uh, I think just much more established internationally than other religious leaders. Okay. All right, what do we got going on next? All right, moving on, guys. So today... Uh, marks the 10th anniversary of the start of the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq. 
The invasion. Uh, it's still happening. The invasion and war was started to. Hi, Jackie. I'm next to your what? microphone. What do you I do? want one of those uh, wedges of oranges. Oh, go for it. I thought you were going to make can out Can I have an me. orange one? <laughs> He's like, you're Jose. so close to me. Jose. <laughs> you're so close to me, Jose. I thought we were going to start making out all of a sudden. Oh, I was, like, was going to say, like, whoa, I'm busy. <laughs> talking making out. <laughs> all right. The invasion war was started to remove weapons of Thank mass you. destruction, which actually didn't exist, and to remove dictator Saddam Hussein. Um, so, so, okay. So if that was the case that uh, if that was the case that uh, uh, it was to remove uh, these uh, weapons of mass destruction, are we going to go there? Okay, and then obviously to get Saddam Hussein, who was never involved in the uh, the, the the towers, what was the real cause? What was the real reason why they were they're there? Uh, okay, well, the real what reason. What is your real? What do you think the are real reason? Are we going there? there? Are yes, we going we there are. really? Because I it's ten years now. You know, it's ten years. It shouldn't have never happened in the first place. And then 10 years later, you know what's funny? Sopas, it's still happening. And you know what How? really gets me, Jose? And, and I hope that there's some young uh, adults listening over there. Do not enlist. It's a sham. It, do not enlist into the military. All they want is your bodies to send to some uh, foreign country to oppress. I disagree. If people want to enlist because they want to defend freedom and liberty and they want to help <laughs> spread democracy around the world, absolutely. You know what? There are people who look forward to being part of the a military, of the U.S. military. There are, also, think about all those inner city kids that have no other option. And they go to the military and they learn a trade and they get school for college and things like that. What's wrong with that? You what's, know, what's it, wrong with it, Jose? What's wrong with it is that we're OK. So let's give them a job. So send them to war. That doesn't make sense. The, the, no, but if it makes sense to them, they enlist and they know it's their choice. Yeah, but the the the. Uh, they're being brainwashed. They're being brainwashed because, uh-huh. you know, you, uh, along with the masses, everybody's believing that we over there do, like you, even you, to spread democracy, to protect freedom. What freedom, man? Uh, uh, you know, Here, we have, uh, you know, first of all, freedom is, a, is you know, we, that's a whole other story. How are we going? Why are we going to another country for that? That's their country. Not, not that I'm hating on them, but it's because of American interests. Uh, American interests. And, and, and there, there could be a, a whole bunch of American interests, but I'll tell you one of them right off the bat, and it's the military-industrial complex. It needs, it needs to have war in order for it to exist, in order, and, and those are the jobs. So why not switch the whole mentality, the whole thing to something else? I don't know, uh, agriculture, you know, organic industrial complex. I don't know. Here's the deal. Here, you know, here's, hug your brother industrial complex. Something different that can produce you know what, jobs. Be, you know what, too, bro? Because believe it or not, re, uh, for people like yourself who live in this idyllic, uh, I'm just going to kick back and be like, oh, I'm going to pretend I love everyone and, uh, and, and whatever. There are people that hate America. There are other countries and other entities that want to destroy. So uh, no, wait, hold on. So you, you, hold on. Right? You ranted. You ranted. My turn. There are entities out there that want to destroy America. Now, that's why our gov- That's why our country has 
the armed forces, not only to, okay, forget protecting and forget these humanitarian causes throughout the world that, that the military has done, building schools and cities and, and infrastructures uh, in <laughs> other parts of the world. You know what? It's providing stability in other parts of the world for smaller countries that can't defend themselves. Forget all that. How about the fact that people just want to join the military because they believe in the Constitution and they believe in protecting their rights and be, they believe in, in protecting our country yeah. from, uh, from invaders or other countries that seem that want to destroy it because you know what there are out there and 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 if and right now our military is all it's all volunteer so you know what that says angel that says that there are millions of americans young men and women who could give a shit what you just said they don't but they don't go with what because, you say because they they you know what are you saying that millions of american young women women and men are actually brainwashed what an insult yes, to those people yes. No, what an insult. Oh, dude, it, you know what it is? They got, they're getting a, a whirlpool over their heads. Oh. Everybody, okay? Oh, now, you're the only I'm one who knows. You're the only, no, one, you're the only saying, enlightened person in this whole I'm place. Not, no, the Iraq war is a perfect example of that because the weapons of ne- mass destruction never existed, okay? Uh, oh, that, that guy, that Saddam Hussein, was not the one who knocked down the towers. Uh-huh. So it's obvious that what the U.S. wanted to do was to go take over that land for American interests. Now, my thing is this. Yes, military, if you want to have a military to protect the U.S. and all that, I'm all for that. But what the, our, our, our young people are impressionable. Okay, here's the deal. They, a lot of people, a lot of our, uh, uh, before the war, were going into there because they wanted okay, college okay. money, because they wanted something. Let's go. They didn't go in there thinking they were going to go to war, which is kind of oxymoronic. Okay, but here it is. Here it is. The worst thing about it is they think they thinking they're going to war to protect freedom, like you say, and democracy and all it was all it is is american interest after uh, hundreds and hundreds of angel. american soldiers dying and thousands of of iraqis angel there were uh not just americans and not just uh conservatives but also uh the democrats and other administrators from other parts of the country and other parts of the world who believed that there were weapons of mass destruction they had uh, their own interests uh, no they they all believed it as a matter of fact here we go here here is a speech, a little bit of a speech uh, from, oh, I can't find it. Uh, where is it? Uh, I can't find it. But anyways, it wasn't like, uh, uh, it wasn't just in order to go in there and because it's Bush's war, like a lot of people say, Bush lie, people died or whatever it was. The people actually did believe, okay, that uh, uh, what's that? Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Not only that, Angel. Not only that, think about it. I, uh, 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 listen, Saddam Hussein had been given clemency after the first uh, war uh, with George Bush Sr. And George Bush Sr. said, okay, you know what? We will not finish attacking as long as you go back and you don't fly below the whatever parallel and you, uh, and you, you, you disarm. So why did and they so, go? Why did they go? Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Be, and, and what happened? The... Um, uh, Saddam Hussein what, for what thirteen are you talking years. About? Saddam Hussein for thirteen years, for thirteen years, Saddam Hussein uh, disobeyed the, Uni- the United Nations orders to disarm. So for thirteen send, years. So, so, so send the bully. Have, send so, the bully. No, but if but if the U.S. But if send the, the bully. But if the bully next door to you has been known to have uh, any kinds of weapons that he uses against you, and you order him to disarm, and he says he will, but then. He doesn't, and he doesn't let you in there to inspect. So send then, the bully, oh, right? No, no, wait a minute. Wouldn't you expect that maybe he's hiding something? 
that maybe he is hiding something? There were there were a, a multitude of countries and leaders from both sides of the of the aisle in in the U.S. and across the United uh, the, the world that believe that Saddam Hussein did have weapons of mass destruction. That's exactly right or wrong. That's enough to go in there and say, "Hey, dude, uh, prove it to us." And they, and they gave him the hey, last Jose, minute, last minute. This is the chest. playbook that they used. Exactly the playbook. Oh, the American people are going to believe because it's Saddam Hussein. It's not George Bush. He's crazy. How about We're the not. fact that he's and th- how about the and, fact and, that he know, killed millions of his own people using mustard gas? Mustard gas yeah. alone is a weapon Jose, of mass destruction. But that's not a good argument because there's, oh no, there's well, then why are people so angry genocide about genocide across the, the across the globe, and we're not going there. Okay, so that's not a good argument. The argument, the reason why is there the, that we went there is American interest. Okay, okay, and now ten years later, how many lives have died since then? And meanwhile, our young impressionable, impressionable kids are are going to the service for freedom and democracy and getting sent to some godforsaken land. To get killed or to kill somebody. Okay, Marisol for Cham- American Mar- interests. Marisol chimes in on Facebook. She says, Angel, every country has a military, and many of them use them for evil. And she continues by saying, because you were calling the United States bullies. She says, we yes. are not bullies. Many times we have saved other countries from being conquered. Thanks, Marisol, for chiming in. I agree. And you know what? Uh, the bottom line is this. Uh, bottom line, we live in a world that's full of evil, dude. Okay? And, we, and you know whether or not you agree with the military complex, whatever, dude, people want to destroy America, and so if you're called to tell other uh, Americans to say, "Don't join the military." One, it's a free military; it's a, it's of their own volition. They could join it. I totally believe that we that the way it is right now, the way that the the our military is being used, they're being exploited uh, uh, for the for the interests as a quote unquote American interests, which is really private interests. Uh, they're being exploited. And that's why I say don't join the military. That's why I say boycott the military because of that. Not because of okay. not defending okay, freedom, okay. not de- okay, defending let's democracy, do that. but as let's it say that now, what we're doing is exploiting let's the military. Let's say that the millions of, of Twin Talk listeners say let's do that, and they rally and they go out and stop going into the military and they, and they, and they uh, boycott. What happens then when all those evil other countries want to uh, invade us? No more military. We, we've, we've boycotted it. Linda chimes in. She says, biological weapons that the USA sold to him. I guess she's talking in regards to the mustard gas and what have you. It doesn't matter, Linda. Uh, I will respond to you. Uh, it doesn't matter. We could sell people a knife or sell them a spoon because they need to feed themselves. It's how they use it. If they decide to use the mustard gas to, to, to gas their own people, that's on them and that's wrong. So just because the United States, quote unquote, uh, as you say, uh, you know, I will paraphrase you, armed him with these biological weapons, doesn't mean that he has to go use it on his own people. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, and on top of it all, Mr. Bush Jr. Uh-huh. did it uh, uh, unconstitutionally. Oh, that is such not a, the truth. First he of did. all, the first of all, that is the biggest lie and misnomer that people that the left have been spreading. I'll tell you why. Because George W. Bush not only did he go and um, and 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 um, rally up other um, allies around the world, making phone calls and what have you, he also got a congressional vote, which is not what President Obama can say about going into Libya. He went and got a congressional vote. It was a bipartisan vote. We're Congress. In Libya? The United States attacked Libya and got rid help got help. When, get, dude, 
See what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. Get informed, why, dude. Why are we in Libya? Like two years Who ago, cares? the United States went in there and got rid of Gaddafi. They helped um, uh, 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 Allied forces. Money. And guess who the Allies were? They were freaking Al-Qaeda. Nobody said anything because what Obama said, money. one, we're not leading the charge. And two, he says, oh, it's a humanitarian effort. In the meantime, what happened in Benghazi? It's baloney. Okay, but it doesn't matter. Uh, this administration, the previous administration, they got the people, whether they got the people's approval or not, they still have their votes. They're obvious, so obviously the people are being getting their wool, uh, wool over their eyes, and, and, I, and it's got to stop. So, so boycott the military. Whatever, dude. Okay. And, and but Luis's garage but wait till they, some beer. Okay, eh? wait till everyone listens to you, Angel, and boycotts the military. And then we have even like Mexico invade us because we won't have no military, <laughs> dude. You know what I'm saying? The borders will be all crazy open and stuff. Anyway, we got to move on. Our guests have walked in and we got to move on to, to our next uh, subject of news and dirty laundry. All right, moving on, guys. Uh, California residents, listen up. Your party might not end at 2 a.m. anymore. Proposed legislation could extend last call until 4 a.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. This is the time I wake up in the morning to go to work. This is terrifying. A state senator introduced the legislation for California cities to be able to compete with party towns such as Las Vegas, New York City, and Miami. What city is this? This would be for California. California. This would be here in California. So it's to try to reinvigorate like destination cities such as San Francisco, L.A., and San Diego and could keep that party going and also promote some money for the state. Here's the deal. The problem with that is obviously it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Okay, a bucolic California out the door. It's just another way to try to make money. When the the California legislature – What the heck is that? The California legislature has – Colicos. Colicos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, you know, like, uh, whatever. Like a disease, I won't even take eh? the, I won't take Is that on your skin? You get that on your skin, eh? Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. The, the thing is, all these stupid, crazy ideas, like the, the recent tax that they passed here in Los Angeles is crazy. I, because they, they can't control their budget in California. Overspending, overspending, overspending money that we don't have. And secondly... Uh, how about the fact that you can, you know, how about just uh, taking on the real money uh, 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 funnel, which is what? It is the uh, legacy pensions that all the freaking unions have uh, uh, for the California hey, Jackie, unions and all the other freaking Were we talking unions. about a beer curfew? Yes. No, but that, how did that, you start talking about a pension? They eh? want to extend. They you wanna, know what I think it's is all really, for revenue. Why, it's all for revenue. Why do we even have a curfew to, to begin with, eh? I mean, you can, only, should be. You can only drink so much. I mean. I, you know how it's going to help me this curfew because I don't get I don't get started on my drinking until I do everything like my chores, my work, <laughs> whatever business. Did my, you get drinking I all the exercise, time, dude? I drink all. I, I'm a beer drinker. I'm a beer aficionado. I love beer, but I do <laughs> everything. I'm I an alcoholic until the latest part of the night. It's going to give me more time to do things, eh? <laughs> so because uh-huh. if you know that uh, last call is going to be later, so I could do more things before I go to last Linda call. chimes in. She goes, "Bucolic? Isn't that like rural?" Yes, Linda. That's a very uh, that's a very literal um, um, definition of bucolic. But it's also I used thought it to, was that sickness that people. But it's have, also right? used to use uh, to describe sort of a Rockwellian picture of of, uh, of things like a neighborhood, a bucolic neighborhood, a Rockwellian type neighborhood. You know, like the Rockwell pictures mm-hmm. uh, paintings of the Saturday yeah. Evening Post. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. a loose translation, Linda. But thank you very much. Thanks for chiming in. I don't think there's anything wrong. I like the wrong fact that we have smart listeners. We Angel. shouldn't. Not like if they were if they were not smart, they'd go and listen to your boycott rant. And hey, go. they're smart because they listen to Twin Talk, eh? Whatever. That's why. Anyway, let's go on to the next one because we got guests waiting here. 
All right, guys, moving on to this next one. For this next story, I'm going to go ahead and post a photo to our Twin Talk Facebook wall and see what you guys think about this lovely little photo. A clothing retailer from Sweden got a virtual round of applause from Facebook users after a photograph featuring two fuller-figured mannequins rocking nothing but purple-hued boy shorts and a matching bra. Wow. So uh, there were some comments to the Facebook page, and they said that they were very, they're like real women at the U.S. should invest in some of these mannequins. I like it. Look at that. That's a real woman. It collected more than 50,000 likes and 16,000 shares over just the course of a few days. Initially, the the source of the the photo was attributed to H&M, one of the stores um, from... Uh, that's based out in Sweden, but they said it was not them. So as of this moment, it's just a, a random store in Sweden. So it's uh, it's got a lot of attention. And do you think that this would come to the U.S.? I think it's pretty I hope dope. So. I hope so. One, for two reasons. One, it's about time that women stop being, uh, you know, um, uh, portrayed as skinny little wayfish, wayfish like I can't even eat a grain just, of rice because I'll get fat. Just to give you a description, the regular store mannequins here in the U.S. they're about um, uh, they're super they're smaller than the average woman. They're about six inches taller and six sizes smaller than the average woman. There you go. It's 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 unreal. It's and, not going to happen. And, young- and you know why it's not going to happen? It's very very simple. Why? The girls, the mannequins here at the windows are very thin because you know the way the the, the Americans psych, they think that that's that the clothing looks pretty on thinner things, so when they bring it home and they're not really happy with it, so some you put a full figured woman on there, which I'm not knocking. It, I think a full figured woman is very pretty. Yeah, beautiful. I agree. And they look very pretty dressed and undressed. Hey. But they hey. might not buy. They might not buy. They might not buy it. No, you know what? But there's a lot of listen. Americans are um, not the healthiest. There's a lot of full-figured women in America, and there. That's a, think about it. If we're talking about money, profits-wise, that is like the most. That it's a demographic that's virtually untouched. You know, not to mention what's the biggest demo in, in marketing right now? The Latinos mm-hmm. and Latinas tend to be full curvy. Yes, you know? we are curvy. We're not stick skinny. So, hey, <laughs> be smart, man. And that's reality, dude. And not only that, our, our youngsters, our little girls, you have a daughter. You, you know, when she was growing a, up. That's what you am, call am a I, torta, eh? Am I, it's not a full-figured woman. That's a torta over there. Anyway, your, your, daughter, your daughter and my daughter grew up. Mira esa torta. With these unrealistic expectations, you know, and it's very a very uh, uh, trying thing to raise your children to try to uh, make them feel, hey, you're beautiful just the way you are when they're portrayed as not beautiful because they're not as skinny and wayfish as all those other mannequins. Full figured models. or not, just put high beams on him. <laughs> I do see those high beam ones. Those well, are the I'm best. I'm cool with them. I like those. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we got to move on because we have a, our, our guests standing by here. Uh, Jackie? All right, moving on, guys. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, this uh, marketing executive from a sex toy company uh, decided to create a nail polish for his kickboxing friends because of their banged-up nails, and they would use up nail no, polish. for their fungus nails, eh? Or fungus nails, okay. what, what, whatever it may be. That's what it is. I use it. <laughs> so they started becoming so popular. This nail polish started becoming so popular with his friends, and it started kind of catching up with uh, celebrities, Hollywood celebrities such as Zac Efron. Ron, uh, Johnny Depp, Dave Navarro. Then now he's come up with a line called the Alpha Nail Paint, <laughs> which the company sells there. Just they're not like regular nail polish. They're called color pens. They're sold for twelve dollars, and some of the colors um, are called. One of them is called cocaine. 
which is a creamy white color. <laughs> another one's called Burning Rubber, which is dark navy. And another one's called Gasoline, Charcoal Gray. These names, I mention them because they're very different from female nail polishes, which are like, you know, sp- spring, spring, spring scents okay, or something. Okay, why are we talking about female nail polish now? Because the names are so different. There's no female nail polish called Cocaine. Like, th- th- okay. that doesn't exist. Hey, do, they have, like, do they have primer? <laughs> I don't know if they have That'll primer. That'll work for guys, eh? Primer, maybe Metal uh, Flake. Okay. But his all you know, pearl like like the cars, you know, the pearl See, paint like, job pearl. Pearl white would be a color for a female I've nail seen polish. That, and seen for that. men it's called cocaine. Uh. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, so anywho, so his website has exploded within the last two years. Uh he's made a lot of he just started, like I said, just as a side project for his little uh kickboxing friends. So how do you do you have? Does it have a, a little spray applicator, a black and decker? It's a nail pen. <laughs> oh, it's a uh, pen. It's a nail pen. It's that like pinstriping your car. Oh, like one with the with the little thing to put it on your pocket, like uh, on your pocket. And protector. does that? Does that? I wonder if it has a little ball in it that. <laughs> Can you sniff it? You know? Oh God! <laughs> oh, so man. his website, uh, he said he specifically made it to be manly and to make the product not just for MMAs or artist types or 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 gay men he specifically wanted it to be manly and it's blown up would would you guys use alpha nail polish on my toes uh no thank you i don't Do know they? anywhere you could use it to uh, a lot of the comments on the website was that they use it because they have jacked up nails and they're not into getting but that's see that's weird they're not into getting pedicures but they're cool with the alpha nail polish uh, mm. i don't know I don't know about that. I'm but that's it. what they say. They're, they, they, they're too embarrassed to go to a salon to get a pedicure or a manicure. No, but they can what? do it at home because they can buy it online and it's it can not be sent that to you're, them. Hey, dude, I, it's not that, that we're embarrassed. Eh? It's just that you need it at, the, at, those, at those nail places. They don't have power tools. Eh? You need some power tools <laughs> for my nails. Eh? Um, other fi- popular customers of the Alpha Male are those who are manual laborers, which their nails yellow from the products that they use while they're working with. And the Alpha Nail Polish can cover that up for you. I think a woman, I don't care what a woman says, a woman likes to see a man that has masculine hands. Uh, you know, kind of dry, yeah. kind of rugged, callous. I don't know about dry and callous. A, a man with moist Supple hands. It is very no, strange, you. but it's not that bad. I'll tell you. Wow. Well, so I tell have, us about that I new boyfriend. I have I, some. Oh my god. <laughs> I have some very masculine uh, fungus toes. Oh, okay. go ahead, move on. All move right. on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, Jackie. So uh, we're gonna take a break, right? Yes. We're gonna take a break. Okay. When we come back. Uh, we want to invite you all, please, to, to, to chime in on Facebook or give us a call at 626-275. At 626-275-8946. Coming up uh, next, we have uh, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson, the founder and president of Bond. And you know what? Put your money where your mouth is, all you people who criticize me with my Facebook posts. This man is the founder of the South Central Los Angeles Tea Party. Oh, yeah, we got it here at Twin Talk. We'll be right back.
This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And on the largest radio internet radio network in the world, that's Live365.com. Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio, and Angel is not a bully. <laughs> I will, I will, I will attest to that. I will attest I'm to not that. A bully? Eh? No, you're too mellow to be a yeah, bully. I'm too and, and you love everyone, and, and, and ignorantly. I do I just freaking? Love I love you, bro. But, <laughs> um, um, but I want to remind everyone that all our shows are live Tuesday nights, but they're also archived. Uh, for podcasts on our website at TwinTalkCast.com. Just click Previous Podcast, and you'll see a whole array, like that, a whole array. Array? Array of uh, topics as what? we cover on um, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Also on iPod, I, iTunes, right? On iTunes. You know what? I got to take it easy. I'm trying to be funny here, but I got to keep my language all well. There's a reverend in the garage. Uh, yeah, behave. <laughs> behave. Um, but talk about the reverend. Uh, uh, with us next, we've been talking about it. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. because as everyone knows me, everyone knows that I, um, I'm, I'm, very, I'm pretty conservative uh, when it comes to uh, politically speaking, socially speaking, um, fiscally speaking, and I'm probably the minority. <laughs> Parentally speaking. And I, yes. <laughs> Twin talky speaking. To the chagrin of my children, all for them. <laughs> and everyone, I tend to be the minority on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you and I had some really. How are you the minority here? Well, it's only you and E. No, you but our, our our listeners on, oh. and our Facebook friends have gotten, we have, like the last post I put on, 209 comments, brother. Uh, eh, eh. By the same two people. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it went on. It, it was, was like it was three more people. Than, it was more than two people. But the point is, the conversation I goes in, on. I jumped in and I posted a comment. There's kids <laughs> dying in Africa. <laughs> There's something else. <laughs> anyway, so um, because of, well, you and I had some really heated arguments and discussions during the election, because it was a pretty contentious. Uh, campaign. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't vote. Um, and and uh, we also Not had something. Presidents. But the short story is, um, no, we're like our father, Angel. To make a long story short. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, Rev. Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson. Not only is he the president and founder of Bond Action, a nonprofit organization, and the founder of the South Central Los Angeles Tea Party, but he also has a radio show, much like ours. But boy, this radio show is pretty badass. If you don't mind the the. The uh, verbiage and ad, uh, <laughs> uh, Reverend, and I want to put a little audio from it. And here it goes. Every time you come across somebody once in a while you, you shouldn't have messed with, that's me. Okay, I got to stop right here because anybody who starts off their promo with Clint Eastwood is all right in my book. <laughs> well, I am not an African American. You're Oreo cookie. White on the inside and black on the outside. I don't have an afro. I have an Amerifro. All that idiotic stuff you talk about, I will slap you. Go ahead. Make my day. Black at the ace of spades, but 100. 100% American. Yeah. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. The Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show. Anna, won't back down. 
Good morning, Brian. Good morning. I sit up and listen to you, and I, you really kind of got me confused. So you still think we got the wrong president? You yes. still think it was a mistake? We have, we have the wrong president in the White House. Even as of now. As of right now. All this mess he's digging through, straightening out, you still think. And especially he, now. The white people, the one had, they stole, stole all these false loans and done Don't you know those people was white? Do you know that? Right. That's why this the country is in a mess today. The white man, you tell me one good thing a white man has ever done in history. Michelle Malkin. Michelle, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Jesse. It's my pleasure. I'm excited to be with you. I think we are definitely kindred spirits in this fight against the, the left, and, uh, and I'm so glad that you're on the airwaves. I've often said that most black preachers are not called by God but by their mama. And I have to say, sir, all you guys are the same. You're, you're just, you're race hustlers. You're not honest men. You use the Bible to confine black people by telling them, oh, just forgive Jackson. And, but yeah, you don't really stand for anything that's good. What happened to the shame in black preachers? How could you, in your own right, say that we are just out here being race um, hustlers? hustlers? Um, and poverty and, pimps. <laughs> you know, that I, I just take offense but to how you are trying to You guys to formulate. voted for Obama who support evil. You're, t- you're saying to your congregation, forgive, forgive Jesse Jackson, a reverend who is a hustler who cheated on his wife, can care nothing about goodness, uh, <laughs> gang violence out of control in the urban areas. And the best that you guys can do is go after the police officers, create these little organizations where you're supposed to be watching over the officers while these thugs are killing black folks and white folks in town. Don't you think there's something wrong with that, sir? I hear that. I hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, in Tia Luis's garage, uh, it's a real honor to introduce uh, the Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson. Right to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much Thank for you. making it here. Okay, first I got to start right off by asking because um, um, uh, you don't like being called African American. No, I don't. Tell and us primarily because I'm not an African American. I was born here uh-huh. in this country. I was born down in Alabama on a plantation at a time when uh, laws were uh, against Black Americans. We could not live in certain areas. I grew up under the Jim Crow laws, but we were taught to love one another, to love our country, to work hard, to be good people, you know, good citizens of this country. And I think that any black person or anyone really who was born in this country and they are calling themselves an African-American is a fool. You know, they're blind and crazy and can't see. Interesting. We, my brother and I have had that debate. I hate the, t- the, the, the moniker. Uh, Chicano. Yeah, that's right. I, and I don't use Mexican American very often. I feel I consider myself an American. I'm very proud of my heritage. That's right. Uh, uh, my, you know, but I'm an American. Everybody and their mama are trying to come here, and the people who were born here, who are now here as citizens, it doesn't make sense. They don't. They're going to call themselves something else. <laughs> Even you our know, mother says it. Land. Even our mother says it. Remember, she talked about the the house down the street that had two flags: the Mexican <laughs> flag and the American flag. Uh-huh. One day, she said, "Pick a flag." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely, but it's just part of the brainwashing by the liberals. They don't want uh, American and uh, black Americans and Hispanics to feel like this is their country. They want them to feel like uh, they're strangers on a strange land so that they can manipulate them and use them for their own personal Interesting. I, f- I see that the same way. That way they feel they can, like, don't worry, but we'll, but don't worry, we'll take care we'll of take you. We'll take care of you. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's right. You, the way that I see it, though, I, that's interesting, Reverend. I've never saw it 
put that way. No, that, you could call me Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. I'm right. just Jesse. Hey, okay. hey, we're tight. Jesse and I, we're like this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate the, uh, you pointing it out that way, uh, that uh, 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 the way you said that it's a way that uh, to oppress the people. But the way I've seen it is is kind of to kind of identify myself, distinguish myself as I am American, uh, but I have a certain heritage. Uh, but you know that's just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, uh, as American, as an American, American comes first. Now you know you are an American, uh -huh. so put that first, uh -huh. and that way we can work together. We can keep our country safe. We can give back to the country rather than having a handout all the time. And, okay. and that's I've that said it sense. before. I've said you know what people ask me too. You know because they they think sometimes that we might be mixed or we might be Puerto Rican. Of yeah. descent. And I said you know I'm American. With of Mexican descent, yes, you know, yes. I'm proud of that That's very right. much. Um, I want to go on to, to to a little bit more. Um, you must get a, I'm sh I'm you, I know you get a lot of heat. Yes, for criticizing the president. Oh yeah, because I know we anybody gets a lot of heat for criticizing the president. <laughs> but when you're a black man, yes, criticizing the president. Talk to us about that. Well, in the black community, you're not allowed to have a different of opinion. You have to be on the same plantation, think alike. You have to be, you know, all in one basket. And I, I, at one point, I was like that, too. I was brainwashed and dumbed down and demoralized. I believed in lies. When I moved to California at 18, at the age of 18, I fell into that same trap of listening to the so-called leadership. But I realized later in life that they had lied to me, that it was a setup. And that they were keeping us angry in order to use us for their own personal gain. So I overcame my anger. And I realized it's not about the color of the person. It's the character, whether it's male or female. Are they right about what they're doing or are they wrong? And I have to tell you, Barack Obama is the worst thing that has, that has ever happened to America. And I tried to warn the people back in 2008, look, don't vote for this guy. He's a liar. When he lied about his relationship with Jeremiah Wright Jr. Mm -hmm. and just threw that guy on the bus, I'm like, this guy is worse than Jackson. He's worse than the NAACP and the Black Caucus and others. He's a liar. He's a racist. He's a socialist. And if we if wow, we you're using you're using all those. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but using all those words that we get really railed for uh, for for using. Yeah, and he believes in the and uh, the redistribution of wealth. Yeah. He wanted to take from the hard working class and give it to those people who will land upon their backs, yeah. having babies out of wedlock, on drugs or alcoholics, and not working for themselves. I find uh, uh, Jesse. I'm calling him Jesse because we're tight. That's right. I, I find Jesse that um, that that. Um, that kind of uh, explanation, I use that a lot too. Like you know, it, it's not—it's falling on deaf ears now because yeah. it seems like the populace now is okay with the fact that, hey man, psh, you know, if I—I I, I want a piece of that pie. Well, most of the people are, are spoiled in America now. Uh, in California alone, you have forty percent of the people relying on government in one form or another, mm -hmm. and the young people—not all, of course—but most have been so brainwashed and corrupt. From the public school system to you know uh, uh, socialist universities around the country, yep. uh, they are lazy. They don't really want to work hard and grow. And they just want it all now. And that's who voted for Barack Obama for the most part. You had the uh, racist blacks who are relying on the government. You had the young people, you know, whites, black, and Hispanics, and others who are relying on somebody to give them yep. something. You had most of the people who voted for this guy this time around 
where people were handouts, and that's where we are in this country. It's interesting that you that you bring that up. Uh, you bring up the colleges and the youngsters today on um, on one of the networks. I won't mention because I might work for that one. <laughs> um, one of the networks there was a, uh, a story about, and it was a sad story. The poor victim, <laughs> a young uh, um, a college grad who who was making trying to make ends meet, but he's being sued by the big bad colleges for to pay back his loan <laughs> and i found it really interesting because it's a, yet another way to to vilify the banks but yes. i seem to recall when you get a loan you sign on the dotted line that i'm gonna pay back that loan that's right and if you get sued i'm sorry you got sued it sucks you know <laughs> who hasn't had a bill collector at some time of their life the money back but the bottom line is you signed it that's right and you said will you loan me that money so i can get a really good education and at the, by the way uh, i got pretty good interest rates and i could pay it off the rest of my life well we saw that happen with Fred, uh, Freddie may Freddie may and fanny matt is uh-huh. that right Fred, one yeah you got it right but back so, just, just invert them oh, Freddie may and Freddie matt <laughs> yeah when they let the blacks and the hispanics have all those those loans for those homes that they could not afford to pay back and it just went out of control right. the people didn't pay it back and so everything started to collapse. Mm-hmm. And instead of dealing with that, they blame that on somebody else, right. on the rich, on you know somebody else. And until people take responsibility for their own lives and be responsible, they're not going to get better. I'm at a point now where I don't lo- loan blacks any money. Interesting. Not even my own family members because they don't pay back. <laughs> well, now what happens when you say something like that on the air? Like you say these things. Well, it's true. They know it. Wow. <laughs> I got, ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard it. Listen, if you got a comment or a question for uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, uh, please give us a call at 626-275-8946. Or please feel free to post it on our Facebook wall. As you know, we make these uh, these comments. There is a comment. Uh, uh, you know, let me just say, don't loan, don't loan my brother your car. <laughs> he has a bad habit of peeling out on hey, it. Hey, <laughs> I drive like an old lady, man. <laughs> no, man. So you a liberal? Uh, I don't know what I am. I'm not really. I. Oh. I, I he claims to be apolitical, oh, but, he, but he tends to be very socialist. Oh, okay. You know, uh, I don't. Man, I, Jackie even nodded her head. <laughs> I'm glad that you that you that that you address me. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> but this is my thing. You know, um, I have. I am very discouraged on politics, yeah. whether it's left or right. And I don't know what that means either. Uh, <laughs> conservative politics, or you know, whatever Republican yeah. or not, I think that it's it's part of of, of uh, I think that 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 it's part of uh, managing uh, the masses to uh, fulfill whatever agenda or yeah. that the people up there, the one percent, uh, uh, you know, for lack of better term, I don't want to sound cliche. I really you believe sound that cliche, brother. Because I, uh, I, uh, whether it's been from a Republican or a, de- a Democrat president, uh, there's a lot of things that I care about that I don't think um, that are, that if if say uh, there's a, a Democrat president right now, he may stand for certain things now, but then you get a Republican next time, and then he washes it all away. So I think it's kind of a cycle that it's it's. The system is made that way so that eventually they get what they want Office. and we don't. It's not yeah. about what I want really. It's really about the people. Well, the reason for that is that most Americans don't realize is we the people. 
It's not we the government. We control the government. We're right. supposed to tell them what to do. We hire them to work for us. But the American people don't don't realize that now. So these people just lie to us while they're campaigning. And once they go to D.C. or wherever, local government, ask you something about that. they do what they want. Jesse, I want to ask you about that because uh, I, made, I, I post comments on my Facebook wall uh, in regards to that. And I, and I talk about how I mentioned that, how it should be we should um, – called to task our governor our government right. and our our, lead, our so-called leaders and i'm called um fearmonger or <laughs> or conspiracy theorist and and i wonder why if we were taught that in even basic social studies right. that that we should do that yep. what is it with what is wrong with the people why are they why are they why is the mentality that way now well i mean a lot of them are coming from broken homes so they're not being taught in the right manner but the public school system is dumbing them down so they're not learning in the way that we learned while growing up i was at this uh uh this hearing in in Glendale, California, last week, right. where the city council there is voted on banning gun shows in Glendale. And they had the mayor of Glendale running this meeting, and he was acting like a bully. You know, he was just bullying the people who disagreed with him. Right. One man went up and laid out a nice little argument, and the mayor was like, shut up, sit down, shut up, right? And the guy just weakly walked away, you know, like a little coward. Because they're intimidated. Yeah, and so I went up and said my thing and ran out of time, and he kind of tell me to sit down. I told him to shut up. I'm like, you shut <laughs> up. <laughs> right. We pay you to be here. You don't pay us to be Who do you think you are that you can talk to your employers like that? But, you know, I, I, I see what you're saying about the, uh, you know, they are elected officials, uh, and uh, it is we the people, but in reality – I don't feel that it is it, that it's it's supposed to be that way, but I don't feel that it is the the fact that uh, that the the media is 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 for one thing is uh, totally controlled by uh, a, uh, you know the a few people, and those few people have so much leverage in politics, so much leverage in politics that uh, that the politicians there I feel are representing them, and then us the people are being manipulated by. So the, what do we do? do we, but do, I don't do, know. Let's see what we, the we vote them out. I mean, it's we the people. It doesn't matter what the media is doing. And you're right about the media, but especially liberal media. But it's still we the people. <laughs> if we're not happy with the way our representatives are, are acting, then we vote them out. But no, they vote them back <laughs> in over and over and over again. Look at people like Maxine Waters and all right. those people. They've been there since I was a child. For life. And they keep voting them in, voting them in, and they are doing nothing good for the community or our country at large. So we still have the power. We just have to vote the people out. But the people are so dumbed down now by the educational system, they don't realize what's happening. Let's they don't know that we have the power. You, you mentioned gun control. Um, I've posted many uh, um, arguments on Facebook in regards to gun control. And one thing that interests me about it is that a lot, uh, about the argument or the controversy is that a lot of people are so uh, – there's a knee-jerk reaction, in my opinion, uh, to uh, recent massacres. Um, but they're forgetting that Let's just talk about the black community. It's uh, so many more black-on-black -black, uh, uh, gun killings. That's right. Going on, and no one is saying anything about control, that. Out of control. Out of control. Why is that? Why doesn't the same left that is saying, we need to protect these poor white children that are being killed in these schools, and I'm saying that for, for shock value, yet they forget that every day 
Minorities are killing one another with these guns. Why do you think this is going well, on? Why don't they say that? Several reasons. The black life is not valuable today. It has no real value value because the family is, is broken. You have uh, uh, black Americans are like 13% of the population in this country. And, and of that 13%, over 40% of them are relying on the government in one form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And then those, those who are voting, they vote in blacks who don't care about them. Mm-hmm. They just use them. And so when liberals see that, white liberals see that, they do the same thing. So if your black leadership is not doing anything about black-on-black crime or about the destruction of the family, why should I care about it? Because you're going to vote for it anyway. Blacks are not responsible for themselves, and so that's why it's happening. Okay, so let's go to another thing. You wrote an op-ed piece recently that it's very, I mean, even even I stood back. <laughs> okay, even I said, whoa. Okay, um, uh, immigration. Uh, obviously a big topic in, in our part of the world. Yes. And um, I've shot stories recently about um, – certain neighborhoods in South L.A. where uh, the uh, Hispanic gangs are sort of pretty much intimidating the African-Americans yep. or blacks from you know, and living in the And you wrote a piece that basically says that the, the Mexican or the Hispanics are going to wipe out the blacks. That's right. Explain that. There is a, a, a hatred between the blacks and Hispanics that, that is really out of control, but it's being kept hidden from the public because they want to give this false impression that blacks and and Hispanics are working together, people of color working together. But in South Central L.A. and the Compton area and other areas around this city, it is out of control. The illegal aliens are coming in. Gang members are coming into the urban areas. They are sponsored by the drug lords of Mexico, and they have been given an order to run these blacks out of those communities to take over the drugs there for one reason, but to create a Hispanic community. And really, it was so bad at one point, and I think it still is, that the Crips and the blood joined forces to fight against the Hispanic gangs because they're heavily armed and ready. There are black families, and I deal with these people all the time, that are moved into Compton area. I remember when I first moved to Los Angeles back in 1968, Compton was a beautiful area, whites and blacks, and some Hispanics right. living there. It's now becoming most Hispanics because they're being, the blacks are being overtaken. So do you have a problem with Hispanics? I, <laughs> I don't have a problem. I'll ask it for because I know no, they're thinking that on the that's air. Good. I don't have a problem with Hispanics at all. I have a problem with illegal aliens coming into this country and not only taking over the community, they're taking over the educational system. I'm not a big fan of public education anyway. Mm-hmm. They, they can kind of have that. They, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Go ahead, take it. <laughs> but uh, they're taking over the education system and those low-paying jobs, you know, those labor, day labor yeah. work and yeah. stuff like that, they're taking that over. And so the citizens of this country, both blacks and Hispanics, are being left out. Because some of them are unwilling to work for little or no pay, and I can understand that. So I'm really against open borders and the illegals are coming in and taking over in the matter. That and and doing. I think that, that uh, but ahead, you know, uh, to me on the on the uh, immigration uh, uh, issue uh, or illegal immigration issue, t- you know, uh, of course there's laws and stuff, and laws are getting broken if somebody's jumping the border and they're not supposed to be here. Yeah. But to me, it just seems like a small, small fish. Uh, we got bigger, bigger things to worry about, you know. But I, not when they're coming into your community and taking over your life like this. And they're coming in with drugs and violence and, you know, no love at all. And I have no problem with 
uh, immigrants coming through the front door, mm-hmm. but it's wrong for them to come in through the back door. And I'm just, I'm not talking about just Hispanics. Anyone mm-hmm. who's crossing the borders illegally, it's wrong. It's not good. We need to know who's coming in. If you notice, we have all kinds of diseases in our country now. We have no idea what, where they're coming from, or, or, and some of the old diseases are coming back. It is so bad that I named the new diseases the illegal aliens. Oh, <laughs> I think you're going to upset, oh, you're really going to upset some people there. Okay, <laughs> so let's because we can't I, identify it's illegal. Uh, we got people asking questions on Facebook, uh, 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 and and just uh, mind you, uh, since we're going on the internet, some some people get it delayed, so they ask questions on topics that we just covered a minute ago. Oh, okay, you're probably very familiar with that. Yes. Um, uh, Linda chimes in. She says, uh, since we were talking about the media being so, uh, you know, swayed, she goes, and what about the conservative media? Uh, quote, faux news. She spelled F-A-U-X. Uh, Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other words, I guess, generally speaking, uh, is all media, uh, you know, uh, biased? The liberal media is biased for sure. Fox News tend to uh, to be fair and balanced. They present both sides of the story. And uh, so, I, I, I mean, I, I'm always on Fox News. And <laughs> with the That's very interesting because I, 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 I disagree. I think they bring both sides of the made-up story. I used to, <laughs> that's a very good point, Angel. I used to work for Fox News uh, um, years ago when they first launched. And yes. um, I actually found Fox News to be uh, – I was really surprised. I didn't realize until I started working for Fox News how biased the left media was. But the, the problem is the majority of Americans – no, the majority of Americans who speak up – don't see that, but the numbers say otherwise because Fox News clobbers everyone on the on the ratings because they're. Uh, but let's go back to the, another question. Well, the reason that Fox News is number one is because they're fair and balanced. They're not afraid to present both sides, and it tells me that Americans want to see both sides of the story. They don't want to just always hear one side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a black man saying that. Okay, you hear that? Um, <laughs> Because I say it all the time. They think I'm biased. Okay. Uh, Lourdes chimes in. She goes, okay, let's talk about this. She says, corporate personhood. Can we change the concept of the meaning of the people? Big corporations are in charge and buying off the government, and the government's supposed to work for the people. But which people do they serve? Yeah. Which people do they serve? Uh, I, I, I agree that these, these corporations that are becoming you know, major businesses or companies around the country, it's not good. For example, you just had uh, American Airlines, Airlines to become, I believe, the largest yeah. airlines in this country now. At first, it was united by taking over Continental. But I still believe that in America, if we as individuals work hard and make sure the government do what it should do, right. you know, the taxes are kept at a rate where you can start new businesses and you yeah. can handle that. And if the, again, if the government is in, in bed with big businesses, let's change the government. Well, that, yeah. she brings that I up agree. because she yeah. talks about at the beginning of this question, you know, that whole uh, corporations are considered people. Right. You know, uh, and that allows corporations to vote as individuals. That's and right. So yeah. how do you feel about that? I mean, I, I don't know what you mean by considered to be business. Corporations are businesses that right. ran by, I mean, considered to be people, but corporations are businesses ran by people. Mm-hmm. And those people have the right to vote. They have a right to do exactly what we're doing. That's a good point. I don't quite understand the, the, the question. Well, I think, I think what she's saying is that because the uh, a corporation, because it, it's they, uh, have the, they, they have the rights of people, they, they're able to uh, provide uh, 
what it super PACs and stuff like that to to they were designated as corp corporations were designated as people um, as far as voting power and 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 uh, fundraising and what have you. So a as long as the corporations are able to do that, they're gonna they're gonna sway all the votes and all the elections. And the the, the common people like you and I are not gonna be a, a, you know have any say. Well, I, I don't know about that. I, I I don't agree with that. That's why we shouldn't uh, um, you know. I, I don't know if socialism. Who is agrees a good with that? Word. No one agrees with that. Word. I don't know if that's a good it's word. What? But socialism. No, it's not. It's not a good word. It's not a good <laughs> word. <laughs> but you know, I don't. There's, there's got to be like a happy medium. And I'm not saying I'm a socialist or nothing. Oh, like that. you're a socialist, but, Angel. No, you're but, such a socialist. But you think you're about you're a tree hugging I'm not, socialist. I'm not one to take some something away from somebody else. Uh, uh, but, but I, I do believe that the core. Um, the private uh, sector, if you will, has too much power, and the, and the corporations are in a perfect. Okay, you got to clear that. that. You got to clear yeah. that up because you and I are the private sector. I know, I know, I so know. Do that. you have too much power? We should have power. There are certain things that we don't. We, we should, we should, we we should control the government. There are certain things that we don't need to have power over. When you say power, what type of power well, are you referring to? I mean, to? Uh, uh, how would I put it? In the like with the corporations, the the a CEO for from a. a a corporation will make billions of dollars or or millions of dollars in, in an hour. What's wrong with that? That's what you're supposed and to do. That's, that's and, capitalism. And yes, okay, so there's there you is You said the bad word to my brother. There oh is. yeah. Yeah, that's the F word to my bro. <laughs> it well, is. he's a capitalist, that's what he's doing here. Exactly that's, what I told you. Didn't I tell you that? I know, I know, but there <laughs> you, there should be some kind of I don't know, cap or some kind of no. <laughs> because if you Just, look at if hey, you join look the at, United Nations. Bro. Look at the way if you look at the way the wealth is distributed uh, right now and most, distributed. The, no, no, I'm not saying that the way <laughs> the way it's distributed, the way the wealth is distributed in the U.S. right it's now, it's being made and it's, earned. It's less than one percent so, of the people that have me, most of the money. Are you telling me, as a, a radio host and doing your own thing, you want someone to tell you how far you can go in life, how much money you can make? And where I, you have to stop off at. I'll tell you, Angel. Are you telling me that? 60-40. I'll tell you right yes, now. Yes, I am telling you that. Really? I think that it has to be within reason. I'll remember well, that when we start really raking in the bucks. Who, really, <laughs> who really needs to make a million What's dollars reason? every it hour? It doesn't matter. Why not? It, but I'll tell you why it matters. Because they're affecting politics. Because they're swaying votes. Because they're buying politicians. But you know what? There and are. You know, you're, you're, that what, you, what you say, uh, Reverend, is very idealistic about You can saying, call him Reverend. I'll call him Jesse. It, <laughs> it, what you say is very idealistic about saying, well, then vote him out. It's, a, it's impossible because the mass it's not impossible. Well, it, let him right. talk it's now. not impossible. Let him talk now. It's not impossible. If we educate the people and, and, and teach them how they can, that the government works for us, we don't work for them, right. we can vote them out. Here's what the government should be doing. They are not doing it, so let's take them out. We can vote them out. Not but with I a gun. Not with a gun. No, it's not with a, <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a vote. But why do you think the But I can't believe same? you want someone to tell you, as a working man, how far you can go in life, how much money you can make. That doesn't make sense. I, I think where, I, I think where I it comes think, from, Angel. I, think I don't think we need to make I a million what, dollars an what, hour. Here's the thing. But but you don't Angel, have to, though. But those who work hard and want to make a million, you know what, they Angel, have a right to but do you know, it. Here's, what I have to, here's my argument to that. Let's say that somebody just enjoys making money. Right. Just the idea that, listen, tomorrow I'm going to make X amount of money. <laughs> Forget that I'm going to even spend. He might not even spend the money. Maybe he gives it all away. But the thing is, we should all have the right to uh, to make that money if we want to. Because you know what? That Jose, 1%. I want to hear that, the reverend. That 1%. 
Okay, I'll let the Reverend speak. Who do you want? He'll say the same thing. Who do you want to determine how much money you should make? I, uh, On Twin Talk, I'll do that for you. I, I, I don't know. This is this is a thought that I, that you know that's it's just getting out there. Obviously, the big a big problem here is money. I know. Do you want? Do you no? A big problem is not money. The problem is people who are jealous of those who are making money. Oh, that's the truth. That's where the problem uh, is. You have liberals out there who are jealous of hardworking people who have earned their way, mm-hmm. and now they're trying to, rather than getting them off their butts and doing it too, mm-hmm. or learning how to do it, they're trying to tell you what you can and cannot do, and then they want your money mm-hmm. for themselves, the money that you made. That's where the problem is. Can it's I chime in on something right there? there? I think there's a bigger issue there, and I think you might agree. If not, let, please correct me. Oh, we got a call. Let's make sure and get that call. But uh, I want to say something about that. Okay. This is Jose from Twin Talk. You're live on the air. Who, who is this? This is Lourdes. Hi, Lourdes. Turn down your radio, please. I did. Oh. Um, <laughs> Hi, Lourdes. <laughs> do you have a question Hi. for, for I, Reverend Lee Peterson? I do. I do. Um, I was just listening to what he just said about um, the voting people off Congress when you want to vote people. Um, I have a, a question about what he thinks about when you go out and you vote for, let's say, for um, uh, against something, uh, for it's out in the ballot, and then you know the people vote, which happened here in California a couple times, and the people said no, we don't want this, and then the um, corporations with the big money go out and they um, just have all this money and they take it to court and then they put it back on us and the people didn't vote. Good question. What do you, you know, think about that? So, yeah, good question. We saw that with the same-sex marriage issue here in California. Correct. Most of the Correct. people voted that a marriage is between a man and woman, but the folks with the you know the liberal judges and and politicians with money said no to us about that. But we keep fighting that. We vote out those people yeah. who 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 won't you know enforce the law. But we keep fighting. We don't give up. Majority of the people say a marriage is between a man and woman. Let's stay with that. Let's protest. Let's vote them out. Yeah. Let's do whatever it takes to get the way we want it to be just as they are doing. Uh, there's a couple issues that come up for me. One is the fact that the majority of the largest voting sector that went, voted against that was a black community in California, yes. which a lot of people thought was interesting because the, 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 a lot of uh, the, the gays believe that that's the next – they call it the next civil rights. I know. And having – uh, well, the dichotomy. That's that. dumb because homosexuality is not about love. It's not about family. It's not about civil rights. It's about sex. <laughs> Very interesting. That's Very, all that is about. You're going to anger some people here. <laughs> thanks Wait, for you your, thank you, Lourdes. Thanks well, for your call. Oh, you got another question. Yeah, I was. I didn't call. Be- Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Hello. 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 I don't know why she doesn't hear it. Oh. But you know what? I, I think she kind of touched on something that kind of goes back in support of, of, of what I was talking about. Because she talked about law, uh, at times where laws are voted in or out, and then later on they get sent to appeals court because yeah. somebody or had— litigation, like— uh, Yeah, litigation or whatever, but because somebody had the leverage to do it. And then <clears throat> uh, it, that leverage is what I'm talking about where, where these uh, the rich— are actually running the country, and and why I believe I'm very I'm very discouraged about politics because and, and because I, you and, will never be rich and I find and no, you won't have the power to do it no because I, I, <laughs> you I, don't want to make money no be, uh, uh, and I'm discouraged about politics because no matter as uh, and what what people think 
they can be swayed to think what the what the big people want them to do by the big money. But look what happened when the Tea Party movement started. We were upset about the way things were going. We organized, and we made a difference. We voted in uh, conservative Tea Party people who agree with what we are about, what the Constitution is about. We just have to keep fighting until we make that change. Uh, we have uh, – I want to talk about the Tea Party, but right now we have a caller. Uh, this is Jose from Twin Talk. Who's calling? This is Marisol. Hi, Marisol. Thanks for calling in. Do you have a question for uh, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson or a comment? Well, it's not really a question. It's not really a question. It's a comment. I don't think that um, – I don't consider myself rich or anything like that because I'm not. But I shouldn't be just like when I get my W-2 forms in the mail, you know, being afraid that I'm going to reach that threshold where I'm not, where I'm going to be charged by the government having to pay them more taxes. And that's why I, w I was calling because I, you know, Angel knows me. Angel, um, you know, I don't think I should pay more of my money besides what they already take away. And here I am paying money to the government and I can't keep most, I can't keep my money. Yeah. I'm paying a lot, a percentage of, of my income and I shouldn't be afraid to make more you know, just because they're going to take it from me. That's a very good point, yeah. Marisol. Thanks for your comment. This yeah. is why we got in California, mm -hmm. California controlled by Democrats mm -hmm. who are total liberals. We got to vote them out. They, they, are, uh, they are taking care of everybody and their mama, and the working class people are paying for it. And there are fewer of us now in California than there are those who are relying on the government. So we got to change the government, get rid of the Democrats, and put in Tea Party conservatives. Oh, you bring up the Tea Party. Um, I want to talk about that. Is that cool? You have a question? Yeah, I was going to ask the question oh, on the Tea Party as well. How, how, uh, how did that happen in South Central? How is, is the South Central people? You're, you, you, yes. you founded it in South Central LA, right? Yes, I did. And what's the response like? Well, what happened was I realized that the Tea Party uh, movement was giving a, a, a uh, it was a wrong impression about the Tea Party movement out there. They were being, we were being called racist. You know, we hate the Hispanics. We hate the blacks. And it just wasn't true. But this was put out by the media. And a lot of blacks and Hispanics around the country, but especially in South Central L.A., since that's where I'm at, they believed that lie. They absolutely just believed that uh, the Tea Party movement was about white racist people, right? Mm -hmm. And so I decided that we're going to have to have to educate Hispanics and black people about the Tea Party movement, that we're about the Constitution, we're about lower taxes, we're about family, we're about freedom, we're about God. And so we started this in, 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 with the effort or intent, and it's going very well, by the way, to educate the people. When we go there, we talk to them, we unite together. They're like absolutely surprised, first of all, that there are black people involved and other Hispanics, but they did not know for themselves what we were about because most of them just listen to the liberal media. They don't really read. They don't go to the uh, rallies and ask questions and find out information for themselves. So we decided to go to them. And what are what is it? What is the creed, the Black Tea Party creed or the South Central LA Tea Party creed? It's about, uh, as I said, it's about freedom. You know, we want, as the caller just said, we don't want to give all our money back to the government. It's about God. It's about the Constitution. Right now, we're dealing with the Second Amendment issue. That is one of the most, the freedom of speech and the Second Amendment. We lose those things. We're out of there. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk to the South Central LA people about that, they can relate to that because they're thinking, well, it's about violence. It's about this. But it's really about the good citizens 
protecting themselves. Um, I, I know we've taken a lot of more, more of your time, but I got I, I want to cover a couple of things. You you mentioned uh, uh, Second Amendment, but I've also I've noticed uh, uh, as a journalist, you know, uh, more and more journalists are being subpoenaed by the White House. Yeah. Um, uh, regular Americans are are not allowed to protest. Uh, you know, they're being barred from protesting yeah. more and more. Um, and uh, how do you feel on that? I mean, I understand now what happens when you allow give the government too much power, and we have a very insecure, but yet power hunger, uh, maniac in the White House right now, Barack Obama, <laughs> and anyone who just <laughs> did you hear it, folks? I know you got comments. Post them on Facebook on Twin Talk Show or give us a call because hey, put your money where your mouth is. And anyone who disagrees with him, he want to take them out because he, because he can't have a disagreement, and also he doesn't want it to be revealed to the people what he's all about. He and Big Mama Michelle, you know who Big Mama is, right? <laughs> Big Mama. <laughs> why is it? Why is it though? Why uh, with when you talk about the 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 dismal numbers, you know, the the deficit, the, uh, just crazy astronomical. Uh, the the fact that the unemployment was so high, twelve twelve uh, percent for like nine months yeah. straight. Fourteen uh, percent um, in the black community, it and still yet, is. and yet he, he got voted back in overwhelmingly. What is it? He's protected by the media. The liberal media didn't really reveal who he really is, and because people are so. They they they're like what Rush Limbaugh called low information on people. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's me at curfew, man. <laughs> and a lot of people think they still think, and I find this in my own family. Uh, uh, a lot of people think Obama is not the problem. They think he's still fixing the problem. Right, right. They uh, think that he's resolving the problem, and that's because they're listening to MSNBC and all the CNN and all those dumb stations that are, <laughs> uh, shows <laughs> that are not giving them the truth, and they won't go out and find out for themselves. That's why he's still there. I find that uh, that is the case in, in situations where I post uh, things on Facebook or I say things on the air, and people just think that I'm just uh, um, drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. But, uh, but little do they know that I've been working in this business for 20 years and, yeah. and I really, really see how it works yep. from the inside out. And yes, there's there's a lot of manipulating going on in this yes, business sir. on all aspects. So it, it behooves us to do our own research. And, uh, and, and not turn just, off the TV, man. My brother's got a good point. Yeah. Turn there. it off. That's man. right. That's where I agree. I want to go I back. I agree with you on that. I want to go back uh, a few minutes. Uh, Linda chimed in um, in regards to the making a uh, capping money thing. She goes, I agree with the right to make whatever money uh, as amount of money as long as they pay their fair share and stop asking for tax cuts and special treatments. I want to comment on that and then let you comment, please, if you would. Um, Linda, I agree with you that it's good to make money, and I agree that they should stop asking. Uh, but I disagree with the with that um, the saying the fair share. Who says what is their fair share? Uh, the bottom line is most uh, the one percent uh, actually pay the overwhelming amount of taxes yeah. in America, and the ninety nine percenters. Uh, 45% of them, I think, pay no taxes. I can't believe that people are saying things like that. I want you to tell me how much money I can make, and then whatever I make, I want you to take a portion of that and give it to other people who don't. I don't know where that mindset... Something just I, came up. Something I just had a watershed in a moment, <laughs> <laughs> James. Okay, let me just say this. Okay, let's say I'm the one saying it. Okay, well, the big people, rich people got to pay the fair share. What difference does that make to me? That's right. What does it do for me unless I'm going to get a piece of that fair share? 
because even if he pays that quote-unquote fair share, I'm not going to take a piece of that because I'm going to make my own money. Yeah. I do not want to rely on the government or on handouts. So even if he's paying more taxes, I'm not going to get a piece of that because I'm going to earn my own hey, money. Jose, I want to hear the reverend. I sorry, know man. What you think, I had man. a watershed moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, James. I, I don't understand who's going to decide what is fair share. Is it 50% of my earnings? Is it 60%, 70%? At what point do they stop? And one thing I know about the government, the more you let them take from you, the more they will take from you. Yeah, There's no sense. end to what they're doing. And then we have the handout folks who are just, they don't care because they're just getting everything for nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's really destroying them. It's not helping them to have this handout. Right. <laughs> I remember when black Americans did not have a handout. We did not grow up on the government. We did not rely on someone else to take care of us. And so it brought the best out of us. There were black colleges around the country, businesses, professional. That is almost gone now because blacks don't have that desire to really get up and do And that's what I've been saying a lot about the paradigm change. Minorities are losing that culture and that of hard work yes. and, 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 and the elbow grease because it, it, the government says, oh, don't worry, we'll take care of you. Uh, our, our copious uh, news girl who sits there across the table from me just put, gave me a message saying, it's Jesse, not James. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, I called you James. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. It's okay. I'm, no problem. That, um, just uh, don't call him African American, uh, yeah, <laughs> or Jesse Jackson, uh, Jesse Jackson, or late for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I, we've taken much more time than than I promised that you would be stuck in our Theolis garage. We really thank you for that. Before we let you go, um, I want to ask you: Is there some, what is the one piece of knowledge that you want to impart to our listeners that is just you know that you yeah. that imperative? couple of things. First of all, I thought your brother was going to be tougher on me because <laughs> I heard that he was a liberal before I got here. <laughs> you don't have to be nice to me. Well, you know, you know what, uh, Reverend, I, I, I'm not, uh, uh, how would I say it? He's I'm not, not, he's not well, militant. Uh, when it comes to, to politics, I'm not well-spoken. I, I don't do, uh, I, I, I did get involved recently on, a, on a, the labeling GMO issue i i was on the i i got the stuff on the ballot but yeah. what we all did i i believe in local government but our government isn't designed like that mm-hmm. our, our, our government is designed in a way to uh, it's the, it's to systematically continue to oppress us yeah. while they become more and more powerful well let's change it we can change that he and, agrees and my, with you yeah, it is. It's like that. I saw uh-huh. that at the Glendale uh, City Council meeting last Wednesday. Uh-huh. They don't care about what we think. Uh-huh. They've already made up their minds as to what they're going to do. We show up. Oh, uh, why are you guys it's here? A, it's You're just a bother. You know? uh-huh. It's a big dance. I co- I've covered a lot of those city meetings. You talk about local mo- government, Angel. Yeah. Yeah. Even the local government. You yeah. go in there, and all they do is they don't even listen. They don't. They don't. People chime, and they wait yeah. for that little uh, ticker to go off, and they're doing but, something else. But you know why? But, but you, can't, you, cannot, you cannot compare this local government that you're talking about with, with, with hopefully what, 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 what I'm talking about. Because the local government we have now is bo- modeled – after the large government that we have, the, yeah. the whole government. And, and the whole mentality, the whole psych is the same thing. It, it's, it, but it's still we the people. Though. We have the power. We really do. Mm-hmm. And if people give up knowing that they have the power, it's over. Mm-hmm. And the government will take over completely. Mm-hmm. And I think what I will leave with the folks is that our battle is a spiritual battle mm-hmm. between good and evil, mm-hmm. right versus wrong. It really has nothing to do with whether you're male or female, what color you are, it's spiritual, right versus wrong. Good point. And so uh, uh, those folks who are on the side of good, who believes in God and love what's right, 
who believe in the family, who support and believe in the Constitution, should unite together and fight against those folks who are on the side of evil. You have right all kind of races on the side of evil, and good work through people just as evil does. Mm-hmm. So we got to get past this color thing. We have to get past this male and female thing and realize it's a spiritual battle between good and evil. Then we can win. Good point. Very good point. Uh, ladies right and gentlemen, you, please, before, before we let you go, uh, please let people know where they can find you, uh, your social media, your radio show, all that good stuff. Uh, they can go to my website at bondaction.org, B-O-N-D, A-C-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G, or they could call us at 1-800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND. My Twitter handle is at JLP Talk at JLP Talk, and my Facebook page is Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. And my radio show is on Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Please, 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 uh, please, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you... Yeah, we didn't beat you up too much, and that this wasn't too much. Uh, it was fun. That you will be back with us at some point. This that would a be real honor. Really good, please, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mister uh, Not James, Jesse Lee Peterson, and we'll be right back with the uh, Patriot Pass and uh, Angels Chill Out. People in order to do wrong. Marriages are difficult nowadays because women, and not all women, of course. But they want to be like men. They want to act like men. They want to be treated like a man is treated. Well, we've talked about this before, uh, Pastor, and, and uh, we have a disagreement here. In a good marriage, husbands and wives um, listen to one another and, and make adjustments to try to make the other person happy in the degree, to the degree possible. And uh, I, I don't think anyone should really be in charge. I think both people are in charge. But that's but a you problem. You can't, have, you can't have two presidents... And a, and a running a business, and so you can't have you can't have two presidents running a home. You need a president and a vice president. The Feminist Women's Health Center is a comprehensive reproductive health services provider here in Atlanta, Georgia. So we were we were founded on the premises of informed decision making and client directed care. Are you familiar with uh, Margaret Sanger? Do you know who she was? I am f- familiar with her. I know that she is known as one of the founders of Planned Parenthood and the American Birth Control League. I think it's the name. And are you aware that she believed in eugenics and believed at the time that black people were the underclass who was worthy of death? I am aware of some of the eugenic practices and beliefs that she had, yes. And you are a black woman, right? Yes, I am. I have with me Jank Uger. He's the host of the Young Turks. Did you vote for Obama? I did. Obama lied and said that he didn't know that Jeremiah Wright spoke racism from the pulpit. Did you believe that Obama was telling the truth at that time? I didn't really care. Uh, you know, you didn't I, care. I, I was one hundred percent didn't care. Why not? Because he's not responsible for Reverend Wright. No, it's not. It's. It's. But did you believe him? Did I believe that he never heard any of the things that Reverend Wright said right. uh, that were controversial in nature? That was racist. Not necessarily. No, I didn't necessarily so you, believe it. So you knew Obama was lying. Oh, yeah. He's a politician. Of course he's lying. He yeah, lies yeah. all the time. Jackie, welcome to the show. Senator McCain went to Ku Klux Klan meeting every day for 20 years and pretended he never heard what they said. He never knew what they were about. He didn't know what they were stood for. All he knew, he saw people with uh, sheets and pillowcases. He didn't know what they do for a living. He saw, he saw so many white sheets and pillowcases. He thought it was a January white.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. What a great uh, interview we had here or conversation with uh, Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson from the uh, uh, South Central Los Angeles. The teabaggers. I mean, tea (laughs) 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 Anyways, um... Thanks so much for everybody who who uh, participated in that and the call-ins and the and the questions on Facebook. We really appreciate that. Um, uh, his his show sounds like it's pretty uh, entertaining. I entertaining. think I'm going to check it out. People uh, uh, actually call in on his show. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys, you know, um, uh, 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 what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the Reverend uh, came in here. He's going to. He promised to be back again. Thank you so much for all your questions. You guys have very smart questions. and But now I'm going to exercise my uh, right to free speech, as I have been, with my Patriot Pass. I've been accused of being a fear monger. When I point out the iniquities within our government. When I convey the injustices perpetrated by our president. I'm called a bigot. I defend the Constitution Constitution in my rants, yet you ridicule me. I point out the offenses to our civil liberties, such as restrictions on free speech and a rash of subpoenas on journalists. The cross on our civil rights written into the National Defense Authorization Act the heightened use of drones, the U.N. Small Arms Treaty, and the impending ban on guns, Obamacare, and so on, and so on, and so on. Well, if I am a fearmonger, be afraid. Be very afraid. That is my Patriot Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jose exercising his biggest muscle, his mouth, doing the Patriot Pass. <laughs> Shoo! I'm afraid, brother. You afraid? Yeah, hey, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, so you know, are we going to go back to back into your thing? Uh, why not? Why the hell not? Uh huh. So what do you think about the Rev- Reverend Lee, uh, Lee Peterson? I, I James think Lee, Jesse, Lee, Jesse Lee Peterson. I, I agreed with him. I just don't believe that it can happen. I think it's possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, be, uh, that uh, the people will uh, will take back. Well, we have to try. We have to do that. What do you think, Jackie? You have to turn off the TVs. Everybody's got to turn off their TVs. It's never going to happen. Um, I have to say that I don't agree with everything that he said. Of course. There were a couple things right. that I'm very, very on the opposing end. However, I do appreciate his comments, and I do appreciate his efforts and passion towards changing um, the government and the way that we've uh, been dealing with them. I do appreciate that. I agree with you on that, especially uh, because uh, we can't just be apathetic and say, well, it's not going to work because it's fucked up. It's screwed up. Well, you know what? Yeah. As a government of the people, by the people, it was created by the people. And you know what? Whatever it takes to to, to change it. Yeah. And we have to do it. We have to do it. If we just be apathetic because it's not going to work, 
you know it's a respectful honor to to to, to be able to to have such passion and, and vigor towards that i do appreciate that uh marisol chimes in she says i'm afraid that the american people will continue to be manipulated by the media i agree lourdes chimes in with a uh, a, a scripture for my yoke is easy and my burden is light that was very nice when he spoke at the end that this is indeed a spiritual war, and uh, that what that does it takes the it takes us from all the separation uh, dialogue that occur occurs uh, within uh, the political realm, uh, uh, you know. It, even even by having parties, you know, the the Democrat Party and the Republican Party and things like that, it's even uh, it's uh, it's what's the word? It's it's part of the political structure to separate us. And if we see things in in as one, it's, we might have a chance. We might have a chance. Are you with us, Jackie? Are you falling I'm, asleep? I'm, to- <laughs> I'm totally with you guys. <laughs> All right, now it's time for Angel's Chill Lounge. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. is not an object. It cannot be made, mistreated, or taken for granted. Love is not a possession. It cannot be given or taken, gained or even lost. Love cannot be measured. It does not take accounts and is subject to none. And feelings can be misinterpreted and are ever-changing. Love is not limited to relationships. It does not rely on an act but can manifest into one. It is independent of you, but you are evidence of it. Love is not a place, so you cannot fall in love. Love simply is. Now that we've gotten that out of the way and all cleared up, be love. Chill. One love. And that ends uh, another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> and brings us to the end of another Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thank you very much for joining us again. Thanks for listening and calling in and posting on Facebook. And for all of you that are not listening live, but listening later on, 
thanks for listening later on. <laughs> eh? Very smart questions and comments. Thanks so much for being um, the way you guys are. You're awesome. Um, we want to also thank our guest, uh, the Reverend Jesse. <laughs> I almost said James Jesse again. Lee Peterson, Jesse the Reverend Lee Jesse Peterson. Lee Peterson of the uh, uh, of founder of the South Central LA Tea Party and BondAction.org and radio show host. What's the name of his show? I forgot the name of the show, but it's here somewhere. But they also uh, uh, he's a he, they call him on Fox News. He's a he, yeah, he's a you know whatever commentator. He's a news commentator, political commentator. Out of South Central, eh? Anyway, check him out. <laughs> Actually, he's got a very uh, uh, funny show, uh, very shocking at some things, and also I, I think he makes a lot of sense in other things, you know. And I actually think that, that good get, brother. Yeah, and I think that nice that guy. He kind of he very nice guy, wasn't he? He kind of he, he had a good he wanted to have that conversation with you. Yeah, he, he invited us on his show. Right on! I can't wait to go to his show. Also, want to thank our, our very own uh, from out of uh, Telemundo and NBC multimedia journalist. Next time I'm close to that microphone, I'm going to kiss you. I'm just going to go ahead and kiss you. Okay. With the news and dirty laundry, Jackie Casa. Hey, Thanks look for out for it. the hips, though. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here again, Jackie, with the news and dirty. Fantastic job. Of course. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Uh, likewise. Good night. good night, everybody. See you next week. Choo!